0: I am lying right from the beginning. This is not a short episode, this is a longer episode, but I was just like so excited and so in my head, like excited for our today's guest because Marilis is someone that I deeply admire about living her gift and sharing it with others and being so intertwined with the beautiful art of astrology and science of it and really teaching it to others. So super excited to have you here today what an honor. Thank you thank you. pleasure to be here. And we were just talking about it you know if you ladies hear something that seems a little bit off she's living right now in Bali where I was planting myself to be but not time for me right now. Memor is it's in Bali so in such a beautiful magical location. The first thing that really comes to my mind why did you choose Bali? because I know you're from Europe like me. Um,
1: I am from Europe, but I have been actually living in Australia for the last twelve years. Mm. so so I'm very much between Europe and Australia. and um, and this um twelve years of Australia, I just felt that a cycle was done, like very solidly done i I had a great time there. i I met my ex-husband there. I had two kids there. I got divorced there. So lots, lots of, lots of growth, lots of um, magnifying, <laughs> and um, and I just felt like I wanted somewhere else. And I was actually considering between Bali, Vietnam, which I also absolutely love, and Japan, which would have been like um like a little bit of a more challenging cultural transition, and the. Uh, the original plan a year ago was to come work for a few months, um, go back, get my kids and come back here. And then all these lockdowns happened.
0: Mm. So Did, were you able so to get your kids to Bali with you? I I
1: was not. They are in Australia with the father. And that that's the really, really hard part, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Um, but we're good. We're, we're in a good relationship and, and we're talking a lot and we're still dreaming. So fingers crossed, hope, hopefully school holidays once once um, the lockdowns ease, ease up a little bit.
0: I was planning on it in July that will ease up and I will go, you know, and it hardened up. So I was like, what's happening? That wasn't what I planned. <laughs> so, you know, yes, one thing but- it's to us creating a plan and and now that's when the universe is like nope something else is happening like you gotta
1: embrace it yeah so so i'm living in beautiful abundance i have an amazing partner here i'm doing the work that i love i have beautiful clients but but that little thing is still in in process so we talked about this as well how you know abundance is always in process and and an ability to to really appreciate and be grateful for what you have and what you created and realize that this is all that you dreamed and desired at one point and now you have it and then be actually grateful for it, although there is still all these other things happening, is kind of the key. That's that's the real challenge. Because, I
0: love that. Yeah. I feel like it's it's a challenge, but it's also an opportunity, right? Because if we are really not appreciating what is and being able to find things that are positive about what is happening, will never be happy, right? Because then you can get the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, and you're still living in scarcity because you're focusing on what is not. Yeah. So I really love how you are highlighting what is working and what is beautiful and what would you prefer differently? Absolutely. And, you know, even if things change, there will still be new
1: challenges. There will be new new things to mope about. So it's, it's totally a choice.
0: <laughs> it absolutely is. So, you know, how did you get on this path of loving astrology? Like, how did it come to you? So um, for me... uh, I was actually a child when I
1: started getting into astrology and and I really felt that it uh, it explained a lot. So for me, um, my parents divorced when I was 10 and with child's eyes, I was was just confused. I was like, this is is not love that's happening. This is like, what is this? Why, Why are these humans who are supposed to be my, you know, masculine and feminine God acting this way? And I started reading about astrology and delving into astrology books. I always loved reading. And and I got answers. I was like, oh, okay, so my dad's actually not a bad person. He's just very controlling when he's feeling stressed out because he's got so much Capricorn in him. Mm-hmm. And all these little connections started coming. And And a part of me was still, for a long time, actually, I... I looked at my own chart and I was so critical because I I gathered so much analysis data and knowledge about angles and planets and degrees and all these like analysis things. And um, traditional astrology is actually quite um, negative, quite doomsday. Like
0: you have... Let's not be traditional,
1: please. (laughs) no we're we're not but but the materials that are available are largely traditional and then i stumbled on the esoteric ones and that started opening up and um i went on my own journeys and i had actually a really beautiful reading like a very very positive reading by a lady um where i did a women's circle like a plant medicine women's circle and it totally it cracked something open and I was like wow I've never had such an inspiring and uplifting reading and I really feel like I want to be alive and I want to do things and I have all these gifts and I asked her I was like you know all these angles and things that you're talking about I've been studying for over 10 years and and I couldn't I couldn't be happy with them and she was very simple. She was like, you know, there's enough suffering in the world. Let's look at the happy things. Let's look at the positives. And I was like, oh my God, this <laughs> is such a simple point. And I didn't
0: understand it. So then I understood. Oh. It. Isn't and- it beautiful? Like that it it <laughs> like we, we can overthink, we can overanalyze, analyze, over prepare, over plan like all these things, right? And yeah such a simple thing yet it's not easy to implement right it's like oh it's simple let's focus on the positive sure <laughs> right and
1: then that happened maybe seven years ago and from there i got introduced to an amazing esoteric astrologer who was another big opening because the esoteric astrology takes it to the soul level takes it to heart spirit and it you break out of the 3d you break out of the conditioning and your ancestral patterns and so now that i when i look at astrology i look at it as as a map for the earth life but it also gives the keys to transmute and transmission and you need to just really embrace your soul missions and and step into it and then it's the it, it all kind of unfolds naturally mm-hmm. never difficult. Whenever I speak to this, uh, the sun's coming up here. <laughs> Whenever I speak to this soul part, it's uh, people cry. They know they that because the soul is pulling and yearning, mm-hmm. and it's it's just beautiful. And um, I've been quite intuitive and uh, and sensitive um, mm-hmm. from as long as I can remember. Um, and in Bali here, it's it's just uh, really exploded i've been getting very clear transmissions and very clear tools how to help and how to move into energetic realms and i've been doing all these beautiful readings for very advanced spiritual beings and healers and change makers and it's just such a joy and uh, i mean at the moment there's a lot of beautiful star beings and star activation around and i've had a few of those around as well and i can see them but for me i don't get my transmissions from them they're like for me they're like cows and roosters they're there i i see them i see the Arcturians, i see the syrians but they don't come with a big mission for me so where i tap in is is higher it's uh it's very very fine etheric energy it's like one step it's past the oneness state where you're where there's nothing and then there's more spiritual layers and it's just before the one estate where we go all into one, but into light. Mm. So it's um, it's beautiful. It's it's very very beautiful, and and it literally brings in the light to people. And I do a little little meditation where they can really experience their own light. Because a lot of us, we you know we we're troubled with authenticity problems and hypocrisy problems and not knowing who we are and what we do. But it's because we're trying to look for who we are in the mirror. It's not in the mirror. It's it's inside of you. It's the unique light that you are, and you can't really mm. grasp it unless you you know you taste it, you smell it, mm. you feel it, you feel it spreading. You
0: experience in your body. it. You embody it. I absolutely love that. I did um, last week a uh, really powerful breathwork session with one of my clients, and for the first time ever, she was able to tap into that light and see yourself as part of that light and that light, she didn't want to come back. You know, when you're bringing people back from the meditation or hypnosis, like when we did that, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like she didn't want to come back. She didn't want to ground herself. She was like, how can I do this? Like how, I mean, you can do this alone, right? Like we all have this capability to go and create the light and see it and be one with it. But I hear you on like, when you see that light, something completely shifts and changes in you. And that is within. So how are you able to Like, I want to really tap and step into the prediction on August, because when I was listening to you and your videos, I'm like, everything is just so deeply resonating in my body, right? But Mm -hmm. isn't astrology and other tools also just like searching on the outside,
1: depends on how you how you connect it if you if you analyze it then yes because it doesn't go higher than the mind and if you step into the soul part of it then it can start unfolding
0: how do you step into the soul part of it how do you like go from the head into the soul you start getting interested in esoteric astrology
1: (laughs) (laughs) and get a good reader get a good reader who is who sees more? Who sees past the matrix and past the patterning and conditioning? That who sees the who sees the dynamics. Mm. Um, and I mean, it doesn't literally. It doesn't have to be astrology. It it just has to be someone who has touched their own light and who is dedicated to embodying it to bringing it into the density to bringing it into the body to using it for healing for inspiring for abundance and there is so many there's so many of these people out there right now i look around and i see them like lighthouses all over and all these beautiful lighthouses all over the world just that's what brings the planet into ascension because it lifts the density because when you bring in light you go you cannot have the shadows the shadows will come up to be transformed and processed and you can resist them and you can repress them but if you start bringing in light they they just they're in your face Mm -hmm. you have to do that that's the hard part that's the integration part all your traumas come and want to be heard and embraced and loved and nurtured and released and it's Mm -hmm. i mean it works on so many different timelines it's it's you doing your work is the work that is needed this this is this is the the kernel of it you can't do someone else's work that's that gives you (laughs) ips
0: absolutely i i love that you know like really facing what is coming up for you so you can really ascend and come into your light because once you shed the light there like there's nothing going to stay in the corner i know been there done that doing it and it's it's like constant work you know we get also recognize that it's not like I stepped into my life and there's no shadows. There always will be, you know, like work to do. So yeah. because if we're not working on ourselves and our evolution, like what are we doing right here? Like we came here to experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Step into that. So let's step into, you know, into that what is happening? What is happening in the universe? What is happening in the planets right now? I know that so many people are like, you know, Lionsgate, and I'm doing this and that and embracing like, I feel like so many emotions are really coming up and the things that we were pushing down, you know, like so many things are coming up. But what is your view and perspective on the things that are happening?
1: So how I experience it is, I get a certain feeling and flavor, and I get a certain knowing of of what is what is the what is the next steps, what is the next um, openings, what is the next contractions. So it's it's a very um, abstract. But intense way of of feeling it and seeing it, and then um, sometimes I get very very clear messages. So for me, I usually I have my own experience of life, and then I look at the astrology. I look at what the stars are doing, and I'm like, ah, that's why. So this is this is the energy that is coming through. So this Lionsgate, I mean, it happens every year. I, I've said it before. It's, it's not a once in a lifetime thing. It's, it's, August is just such a gift from the universe for us. August is so um, rich. It's, it's just rich and authentically abundant. This is the opportunity to to really enjoy this higher Leo energy, which understands that there is actually two lions. There is the earth lion and there's the spirit lions. And the merger of them is, is the key to happiness, is the key to shining without needing any validation. So it's um, it's a very potent, potent time. And for me personally as well, I found Leo energy, if it's in the shadows, it really brings up insecurities. So even that is a beautiful gift. It's an opportunity to do like, okay, I'm not feeling well. I'm feeling paranoid or jealous or just insecure, whatever the flavor of insecurities for you. Um, this is the thing that needs to transmute. This is the thing that's coming up because there's so much extra light coming in. And um it's very funny it's i'm noticing all these uh all these little uh, lion beings around and i i did um we needed a little bit of <laughs> psychic protection where we live here so i created little bubbles and i put these feline creatures around us for to protect our space and the next day I, I had a session with a client who was very much aligned with this feline energy and this Lyran energy. It's really beautifully embodying it. And actually, literally after we had our chat, um, we got a cat. So so the felines are coming in, it's in very weird and funny, funny ways. But if you tap into the higher aspect of it, that comes through the Syrian um, opening, then it's the creators of the worlds it's it's the etheric very very powerful energy of creating the world so so we need to really understand and take responsibility that during this lions gate opening portal which is still open until the 12th in the 12th it's it's done then a new energy comes in but this few weeks now you you can really step into the higher aspect of saturn which is understanding that you are not restricted, that all the restrictions are an illusion and you have the power to create your own patterns, you create your own structures that hold you. And it all happens in how you think, how you feel, how you believe, it happens in the etheric. So what actually happens in the earth realm is just, it's the result of all the things that we're not necessarily aware of, that we're thinking and feeling and recreating just out of habit. So it's it's a really, this, for me, this landscape is it's just such a potent portal of realigning yourself and taking a moment to to think and feel. It's more a feeling to feel what the new earth for you is to feel what is the things that pull you is it you know is it teaching is it community is it uh, sustainability it's um it's a very personal pull and just knowing where it pulls you Mm -hmm. and building on that dreaming on that brings it brings it in so.
0: so powerful. It really sounds like empowering, you know, like knowing what is happening. And I love that what you say, Meryl, is that you started with yourself. You check in how you are feeling and then you check with the astrology instead of going and checking the astrology. And they're like, okay, now that I think, that I know what is happening, let me see how I feel about that. So it's beautiful. Like first always start with yourself, start checking in with yourself. And this lion energy, what I'm hearing is that it's really empowering because it brings in it brings you back into alignment. It brings you back to yourself and to really look differently, right? And and get into the feeling. And so and now I'm curious because you just like touch on it and I'm like, okay, what's happening next? Now I'm like, what's happening? Okay, lion will be here for next couple of weeks, not even that, next eight days. <laughs> What is happening after Lionsgate? What is happening for us? So how I see it unfolding
1: in the timelines is right now there is an expansion. So there is expansion, there's bubbles of expansion. And those bubbles of expansion are building on on things that you probably, I would say, dreamed in February, not even January, but February. and And it's a very... It's very much a time and space where you have to get real. So it's it's not just uh, disappearing in the dream world. Leo Leo is not a dream world. Leo wants to bring it into Earth. Leo wants to experience the abundance and richness and gold and lusciousness here on Earth and just you know expand and shine and party and celebrate and be like very there. So. So some of the things that you have been expanding on um, don't hold the ground to be actually manifested, to be actually pulled into the 3D density and to be birthed here. Because, you know, you you, you dream and then it brings in, but then you still have to be able to hold it. You have to be hold, holding the structure. So it's very much a reality slap in a way of, you know, if um, if the structures and foundations that are there already are, Actually, not supportive, if they're not in your integrity, if they're not aligned with your values, then then a lot of these dreams and projects also fall over. So you need to experience the the dismay, the loss of it. And new ones will come. So that's always the beautiful thing. So this there's like the projects that were on shaky legs already and didn't have enough to actually be pulled in. Um, are falling off they don't have a chance of survival and then the abundance around it the expansion around it is so so much bigger so after the lion gate it's it comes even more into density it's the virgo season starts all the planets are moving through virgo and virgo in an esoteric realm is the is the birthing process of your soul by purifying your mind and purifying your body So it gets very real. It gets, uh, you know, you have this big abundance, uh, like um, imaginary thing that's quite etheric. You can do breath work, which is a beautiful way to pull it in. But the expansion happens, you know, up in the air, literally. Mm -hmm. And then you with every breath, you bring it in. So when it gets into Virgo season, things get real. Things get very embodied in your body. So everything that is, that is stopping this light from expanding in your body. These dreams, these aspirations to to go and Virgo is very much about um, um, in a shadow. It's uh, it's um, nitpicky perfectionism. So that is that is the that is that is what can also be you know the stopping force of your shadow of your of your things actually manifesting. So transmuting that nitpickiness into understanding that everything is perfect just the way it is and the work is to be done but it doesn't need to be obsessive that it can be like a breathing process you breathe through the birth you see what comes up you see like okay is this thought actually beneficial for me or is this a subpersonality personality from who knows where who knows when maybe some very very ancient times with survival instincts is this aligned with the abundance that I want to create? Can I create generously from the heart while holding the same scarcity mindset? If they're contradictory. One of them needs to, you know, move.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So so Virgo gets very real.
0: So is it in uh, when I'm hearing real, because first we're talking about, you know, Leo and it's like it's just dreamy and Richy and you know like rich and abundant and you know dreaming and wanting to c- bring it in and then Virgo when it says that um and and I know the nitpicking and things I had a lot of Virgos in my past in my life my ex-husband was one of them my you know stepfather was one of them so um I grew up on that, so I could see it firsthand. But when you say real, is it like bringing our dreams into reality? Or is that the slap in the face? Like, wake up, stop dreaming, and go do some stuff? It is both.
1: It is It is actually both. its It doesn't need to be a slap in the face. It can be like a little slap on the toosh. Snatch on the, Snatch <laughs> on the <tush. laughs> Go, go. You can do it. because in its um, so what pulls Virgo is uh, devotional energy so how you transmute the nitpickiness into the higher aspect of just being there and birthing it through is the ability to hold it's the ability to hold and the ability to move into devotional energy so whatever is important enough from all these abundance things that Leo playfully throws at you is it's like a process of discernment and and feeling where you know if you have a calling a project a a way of being that that makes you devotional you feel almost you know that single tear (laughs) rolling down your cheek you feel the heart expansion you feel that your whole body wants to move towards it that is the thing that Mm -hmm. is the thing that wants to come through Mm -hmm. all the rest is you know it's trivial it can be just trivial it can be ego-based it can be it can be things that you wanted just to just to feed that kind of leo ego of shining but the thing that actually pulls you is the one that has enough magnetism mm. to be birthed for you to go through the actual process of of labor, literally, to do the work in you know the work way. It may be you know moving moving places, getting new business partners. It may be in a sense of of um, like big 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 moves, big placement moves or it can be like very internal it can be like big big shifts of mindset where you where you have to go through this moment where you where you experience the uncomfortability of losing the identity that you thought was you and then coming out of it and knowing that you are much bigger you're so much bigger so much more powerful and you can choose which identities you need to apply Mm. for the for the actual situation
0: it's beautiful. Yeah, I got that big move unplannedly. I'm going to Tulum, you know, so that is happening in Virgo. I didn't plan for it. It happened. Universe gave me, you know, the pattern on the tushy, like you said, like, go, go, go. You know, <laughs> like, start moving. So that is amazing. So how can people use astrology if they don't work with a mentor, you know, astrologist? Mm-hmm. How they can use it to their advantage like what are the most basics that they get to understand so they can use it so it helps them elevate their life
1: um i think for me the most uh, the deepest and most balancing harmonizing thing to understand is um, how your son and ascendant work together so in short terms your sun is where where your being is where your shining being is and it's totally passive it's totally the feminine energy it's creative out of passivity and the ascending is your action so they both have three different layers of you know the shadow and the positive but not really connected like a shallow positive and then there's esoteric which is the soul calling so so moving both those areas one in passivity and one in activity into the higher realm it just it opens up everything mm-hmm. so um, what, what is your sun what is your ascendant I can give an example if you like
0: I, I was just thinking about like oh my gosh what is my ascendant I know I'm sun uh, my sun it's in Taurus but I'm like what is my ascendant I want to say it's I want to say it's Capricorn but i know that my moon it's in pisces but i feel like that that was yeah i think (laughs) all right so the
1: taurus the taurus path is basically from procrastination to um creating beauty so the the shadow of it can be so much stubbornness that you don't want to move so much laziness that you don't want to move and then the positive aspect of it is you know earthly pleasure you know just really enjoying life enjoying the food enjoying the touch enjoying all the colors and things that you see around having very fine taste and and um, ability to enjoy the finer things and then the um, the esoteric aspect of it is it's, um, it's ruled by Vulcan, which is an, um, um, a planet that's not really a planet. It's like a hazy, hazy little thing. It's the uh, blacksmith of the gods. So it's very masculine, productive energy. It has the gift and ability to take some, an idea, see all the details that is needed and bring it into Earth and manifest it into form. So it's a very potent manifestation energy and it does it in a very beautiful way. It's um, it's kind of, in a way, it's unstoppable. When uh, the Taurus energy gets an idea or an inkling of how they need to do things, what they want to do, they're they're on the roll. It will happen. It's, mm-hmm. it's very strong. And that in you just being in a being is, it's, it, it's passively happening. You can just dream of something and the world will align to make it work. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is the the Capricorn aspect, and if you say that that's the ascending, which is moving from oh, depression and control into being a teacher by experience. So the Capricorn aspect is the Christ consciousness. It is the pure teacher energy, but it teaches from their own trials and errors it teaches not from a preaching point it teaches from a point of experience and it's the it's actually the only sign that actually reaches enlightenment it goes and and reaches enlightenment and then instead of dissolving into light and living happily ever after it hears the cries of the humans on the bottom of the mountain and goes like okay I've spent 60 years climbing up to this mountain, but now I'm going to go down and and give you a little warning of what not to do. And I'll inspire you in terms of what to do because it's actually doable.
0: Mm-hmm. It's very
1: much um, also following uh, following practice, having a practice, whatever that is for you, whether it's yoga or breathwork or journaling or whatever fitness whatever your thing is that that keeps you structured in a way that that is an area where you are creating the structure where you are creating the container to hold you so that is the active part of it
0: Well, that is so amazing. I'm like, that resonates so much. You know, the Taurus, you know, I kind of knew, but then looking at the ascending, I'm like, I think I remember it well, but now that you describe it, I'm like, that's exactly me going from depression and the trial and now teaching it from a place of been there, done that. If you're there, let me just show you. It's, It's not about, like you said, preaching. It's about, I have experienced this and I don't want you to be in a pain and I don't want you to be sitting there alone and in the darkness you know so i i love that and i love that you can just look and and hear and uh, you know like just pick up the things and also i know you're very highly intuitive so the reading it's never going to be the same you know even if it's the same signs it's it's
1: really funny i do i do readings and i always inquire people to ask questions because then they're actually getting what they want out of it rather than me just going through a whole whole chart <laughs> and um yeah it's it's beautiful sometimes half the time i just talk with the guides and and uh, then after half an hour or an hour is gone i'm like do you want to hear anything about astrology as well <laughs> that is amazing like, okay, I, love, sure. <laughs> I
0: love how me me. you Tell really me. are i, I <laughs> love it you know like so many people wish they would be aligned with their gifts so um Last thing that I wanted to ask you is for those people who are still on the path of discovery and that are feeling they're still like walking through the darkness and their own shadows. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, the the people who did not discover yet their gifts who are not yet living in their abundance and they're feeling that they are in the thick of it. What is the one thing you want them to know?
1: Mm. everything is perfect just the way it is
0: Mm.
1: you have all the choice all the opportunities in the world even if it doesn't feel like it
0: it's a beautiful reminder you know everything is perfect as it is and everything is changeable right everything is always constantly changing so it's beautiful so i I can feel feel already the
1: resistance coming but but this that and the other and i'm like no This is
0: the, this is the work. This Mm. is the work. Mm. Beautiful. Because of course it's so easy to say, yeah, but, but when you realize that that is the work, you know, that you get to go through, it's, it's beautiful. So I know that I personally love being connected with you on Instagram. You're posting so many amazing things and, you know, teaching so much and it's beautiful, but are there any other places that you would love to connect with people online? Um,
1: to be honest, I'm I'm actually not that great with all this uh, online social media stuff. Um, so I, I do, tell. <laughs> I do make an effort to to share things on Instagram, um, and I do have a website which I made myself. I'm very proud. Well done, um, <laughs> but. Um, at the at the moment i don't i my my desire is to work uh, with one-on-one clients and when it's um more available again with group work i do love doing retreats and events and that that's another passion of mine but it's you know a touchy subject at the moment um so no i i i want people i don't i don't really want to be in this instagram world i I think it's an amazing tool to connect with people Mm -hmm. who are very far from you and yeah and i cannot be in
0: Bali right now girl trust me if i could i'm right there
1: and i feel very strongly that um you know the the people who are meant to come to you that can be a portal for that Mm -hmm. but um i'm just really not the right person to to ask about that i'm more like okay book a session with me book a session and get enlightened <laughs> as much as is available to you as much as available to me mm,
0: that so, is beautiful so definitely we're going to send people to your instagram where there's all the information also your website and they yeah. can connect with you and see what resonates with them so Thank you so much for today, for the work you're doing. Enjoy your day because I know for you, it's starting for me. It's ending. You're living in a future. It looks pretty bright and it sounds beautiful. So thank you for today. I really appreciate you.
1: Mm, Thank you so much for having me. Sweet dreams.